0: hey what's good people this is episode 141 maybe this is uh matt prosser i think that's how we spell his name or pronounce his name (laughs) we're gonna find out the episode starts right now can't get used to the loudness. Listen, people, you have asked, you have asked, when's this guy going to come on the show? What about Matt Prosser? What about Matt Prosser? But for me, he's here because I've got to give the people, give the people what they want. dun dun
1: what up, Matt? What's up, Jay?
0: How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Let's do a little Facebook Live. We're going to record this a little bit. Let's get some people hooked. Maybe they'll type in some questions. We had um, a whole bunch of uh, live questions. Yeah, in this, sweet. So, let's do it. So this is um, something I affectionately refer to as, let's do a split screen, something I affectionately refer to as a lightning round thing. So we have a 60-second uh, countdown clock, which I'm going to do now. I get to
1: see the clock, right? absolutely. It's yes, not blind. Absolutely,
0: okay, 100%. just making sure let's make sure we can see that clock boom there it is okay nice yeah and for me when it's zero um you don't have the headset on you hear a a horn honk like beep beep all right new york style all right let's go fella like new york taxi style (laughs) all right so question one and, and this is weird this got bumped up because i was inspired by something i read on old school volleyball um USA Today did an article about experts uh, critiquing Top Gun. The movie Top Gun Right. And it was Trevor so and Try. Right yeah. Um and Trevor was like that was just terrible. Like form is terrible. I mean it's good that everyone's out there doing it for the beach and right. there's like this little back and forth like oh we should be happy there's some movies about volleyball and Trevor and Try was like not if it's like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> this dude's in jeans, you know. Yeah. And I'm Luke in the middle. So, uh we not um I might put the USA article up after our countdown thing, but that's not the question. The question is, what's your favorite? What's your movie with your favorite volleyball scene or favorite volleyball movie? Um, I'm gonna go second. Okay. Or you go
1: first. That's fine. Okay. So without a doubt, favorite volleyball movie has to be the original Side Out. Okay. From back (laughs) in the day. I mean, talk about a statement film, right? Beach volleyball lifestyle. You've got C. Thomas Howell moving out from uh, Milwaukee. He's a basketball player. He falls in love with Hermosa Beach, of all places, just right down the street, and partners up with a legend, okay, and then wins the Classic by taking down Randy and I believe it's Sinjin Smith right in the finals. Yes. And uh, completely ludicrous, right? Could never happen. (laughs) That's like some kid coming out from connecticut and taking down like phil and todd in like 2009 at the peak of their game right uh to win like the manhattan beach open like never happened but when the movie came out it was you know the heyday of the avp early 90s so without a doubt top gun oh sorry uh side up nice wow right on cute. right on top man, man hey, this man.
0: color commentating thing is really you gotta be sharp on and just gotta, gotta be on like point <laughs> gotta be on point all right so my turn all right now there's a movie called Eight Mile where, like, at the end, Eminem says basically everything the guy is about to say against him. And that's what you did to me, okay? I got Eminem. <laughs> I got Eight Miles, Mine is side out, okay? You got yeah. this movie with C. Thomas Howell or whatever. And the guy is talking about um, your timing on the approach, talking about your hands not being stiff on the set. And all these things that come in a volleyball, right? Only at the end for this guy in an overpass to do a 360 <laughs> and just an absolute chuck just made yeah. everybody go, oh. Yeah. But it did not. Uh, disintegrate uh, uh, their love and infection, affection for this movie. That's that's a B movie at its best, but like an yeah. A an A movie for every volleyball fanatic. All right, yeah. I would like to highlight the movie Spiker, which um, came I, out to, out I was going to follow up um, with that I, one too. And I also want to highlight the movie Beach Kings. Uh, my boy, right. my boy Jason Olive is in it. Yes, he's, yeah, he's sure. he was the guy who was in it for the money. Right. Um. And, yeah. and and I guess Top Top Gun is worth the recognition because it was one of the first movies with a, with an A lister that kind of like for sure.
1: And yeah. I think that scene. Oh, is a good strong scene for volleyball you know it's a little bit random I, I was reading an article about it the other day like why is this volleyball scene in this movie and if you look at the time frame of when the movie came out it does line up really well with beach volleyball and the avp in the early 90s uh try and trevor can you know rip on it all they want and they're supposed to uh, but it's a generational difference yeah. right is it corny yeah for sure jeans mm-hmm. no shirt dog tags you know fighter pilots playing beach volleyball and not just you... jeans that the, the tights tight (laughs) jeans and if you look at the clips the editing of it you can tell that those guys aren't actually tom cruise and goose and val kimmer but you know i think they did a pretty decent job all in all piecing that scene together for what it was in the time frame that it was made
0: Hell yeah! Uh, actually, on the edit, I'm I'm I might put up inserts from Tryon Trevor's uh, critique of it. Uh, I'm I'm totally okay with Try and Trevor's critique because I think there has to be a balance, right? Yeah. If they're the only ones that are that are going to critique it, they're experts, it's their right? And then you have this other balance of look, look, volleyball is not just played one way. It's not just played at this right. this high level where a bunch of snobs from five five zip codes dictate the rules, right? <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So there, there's that too, right? Yeah. There's there's hey, this is if they were A V P if they were experts. They wouldn't be in the Air Force playing a pickup game, right? right. I would really um, like, like to go back playing a pickup game and right. look at
1: the credits of that film and see if they show who the actual players were, yes. because, I, because I never have. Mm-hmm. And I think you should highlight who those actual players were in the credits of that film. Yes, I grew up watching that movie, and I'm excited that there's a new one coming out. I'll probably go see it next week, you know, when it comes out. But yeah, um, that's a that was a very instrumental scene in the movies of beach volleyball, and everybody knows that scene. So yeah, and you corny? saw some yeah, of the, but it's like a it's right. a very strong statement beach volleyball scene in Hollywood.
0: And you saw like some of the finishes on those swings and you're like, clearly that was not Tom Cruise listed at five, seven or graciously listed at five, seven. No, no freaking way. I'm saying right. freaking. Cause I got a family man on my show. <laughs> um, but um, um, yeah. Uh, also, beside out, I would also. I'm also. I would also like to commend them for highlighting all the beach players who made that movie happen too. Right? Yeah. You had no. In that. You got. You had Dane. You had Karch. You had um, AJ. Um,
1: yeah. You had Steve Obradovich. You had Tim yeah. Hovland, Mike Dodd, Ricky Lutis. You had Steve a lot Timmons. of Steve Timmons. You got a, a lot of big name obviously well-known primetime volleyball players from the 90s in that movie too
0: that's the guy i grew up wanting to be like uh, it, it was steve impos- it was impossible with my hair you've seen what my hair looks like uh, you got like it covered this. up but when i walked yeah. in i was like whoa looking like patrick mahomes right Something i mean i have like a better that, chance right of looking like him than steve <laughs> so so um yeah it's it's me just celebrating 51 years of hey hair. man if you got it <laughs> go with it you know? hey, yeah Listen, you, you, you went through some stuff, and, your, and yours grew back like a freaking blue spruce, right? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, we can talk about your story about cancer surviving um, sure. um, after the lightning. Yeah, rings, whenever. Um, If we have a little time yeah. left, which is why I only did a few questions because I keep, I
1: keep <laughs> yapping. Let's go. Um,
0: so question number two. All right. Um, right now, you're doing some color commentating for uh, Beach Volleyball World. And I, um, I really, really like your style. Um, I Thank like you. Kyle Friend, who was on the show previously. Kyle, when I heard him do the first one, I was just like, "Oh God, this is terrible." He's putting everyone to sleep. Oh, there you go. There's the hit. And then I, I watched another one, and I was like, "Okay, he's rolling. All right, yeah. he's on board." And then the one after that, ooh, okay, this dude's yeah. got legs. And then I, I listened to call the finals, like Qatar, whatever, and this and that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude. Fucking do the AVP, man. Do yeah. you know? Keep doing this, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, some of it comes from jealousy, right? I'm, I'm I'm out here paying my dues all over again. Sure. And, and right. there's, there's a bunch of guys behind a curtain saying, eh, you know. So, my question to you is. Um, is there a particular color commentator you like listening to um, you whether you grew up listening to watching indoor b- volleyball or beach volleyball was there a particular commentator you enjoyed listening to and and you could probably bring that out in less than a minute but but if he's a favorite you there's a story to tell there sure. so floor is yours go
1: so I grew up watching volleyball and it was always Chris Marlowe and Paul Sunderland like the two you know uh, gods of volleyball broadcasting they've been doing it literally for decades and uh, you know, they both have their own styles. Marlowe is a little bit more of a wild card. Loose Cannon has his kind of, you know, catchphrases. And Paul Sunderland's very analytical and statistic based and more like technique driven in terms of what he's watching and trying to kind of portray uh, through the broadcast. Uh, those two guys, I mean, they were. They were the ones that were always doing it, so that's really all I grew up watching. Um, when I played in college and we were in the NCAA finals, they were both on the call for it. It was in them which, too, right? Yeah. It was them too, and so that was always <laughs> watching them and then have them call my game. Um, and even on the beach too, it was Marlowe and Sunderland. I'd see him at all the events, and I think when I played in an AVP final, it was uh, it was Marlowe, Kerry Walsh, and I think Kevin Wong back in the day in 2010. So um, I got to go with the OGs. You know, I definitely like Sunderland style. He's still doing it. Marlo's taking it over to NBA, and I think he does home games for the Nuggets now. He's been doing that yeah. for a few years, yep. so I haven't heard him do very much. But I heard him, you know, do the Olympics in Tokyo, and uh, you know, classic. You know, both those guys, just like the OGs. Yeah.
0: Okay. So for me, when I saw um, Chris Muller and Paul Sunlin do it, do it, I'm like, "There's your setup man. There's your color commentator. Uh, very both of them very interchangeable if they want to be. But yeah. they found this nice little rhythm. Yeah. And then I saw Paul Sunlin do basketball, and I'm like, "Shit." He's gonna leave. Don't leave me, Paul Sun. Right. So he leaves, yeah. and then it's Chris Marlowe and Kevin Wong, and there's it's Chris Marlowe and Dane Blanton. Mm-hmm. And it's Chris Marlowe and this guy. And I'm like, wow, the six degrees of separation, or if not the common denominator, sure is, is our man Chris Marlowe. Oh, he's, Marlowe, he's, yeah. he's just so, so good at it. And he is. And and I mean, look, the two of them, if you had to pick two, yeah. um, well, I, they I mean, they are, like you said, they're the OGs. Right. But if you had to I had to pick one out of those two, yeah. Um, <clears throat> for entertainment value, yeah. for for critique and this and that, um, he is the measuring stick, in which all these other commentators are compared. Yeah. Right? We even even the kids growing up. Right? Sure. And Marlo
1: kid, being more of the play by play. Yeah. Right. And Sunderland being more of the of the color commentary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bringing both, that technical. Right. They but, both played too, but which by is, choice. Right.
0: Because they both they're they're, That's they're their something dynamic. I call interchangeable. Right.
1: Like Chris can do color too, but for sure, but he does. Yeah. He's the play by guy. play guy. Yeah. So, those and probably one of the longest running partnerships in all of volleyball yeah. are those two guys. I saw some video back from like the early 90s Team Cup indoor competition that they used to do, uh, like 92, mm-hmm. and it's Marlowe and Sunderland. I mean, they've been doing it literally for decades. Yep. And uh, they could pick up and go probably as if they, was, they were doing it yesterday still yeah and without
0: giving away our, our age we probably came up listening to the same things like the 88 team of forty um, right um yeah i'm so I'm, 40. I'm 51 so right. but you i'm a late bloomer i'm a new yorker so my 18 years old is like you're freaking 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know like you probably been playing a lot a lot earlier than me i i i was one of these these elite athletes that saw hot girl and learn how to play volleyball late like, that's that's how it happened sure. but um one of the highlights some other people before we go to our next one ever sure. i think i think um kevin barnett is is an amazing commentator for indoor indoor i've been one of his biggest critics for outdoor but um yeah. He doesn't look. I mean, he doesn't look like a guy who's thick-skinned and could take it. He can take it because I attacked a volleyball player with volleyball. But, yeah. but I need to highlight the man yeah. takes me on this journey um, with people's player backgrounds. And now you're listening. Yeah. Now you're engaged. Yeah. And even when he's by himself, without without someone else, God damn, that man's good. And, yeah. I, and Kevin's again, very I, professional. I, I feel like yeah. I've been criticizing him a lot. Where I'm almost to a point where I'm shitting on him. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to be fair and sure. objective. This right. is Because if I'm if we don't. Call out our own, and if we're right. if we're not inclusive to the people who criticize each other, yeah. then, then we're in trouble. We're in, trouble. Well, we're in Kev- trouble as
1: a sport. Kevin's a professional, and yeah. he also has a very good playing resume. I mean, he was yeah. an indoor Olympian, right? He was with yeah. the national team for a long time played yeah, a 2000 2004 and he yep. has very high expectations of the performance of the teams that he's commentating on and I think that's where mm-hmm. he's gotten slammed a little bit in the past as being too hard on the teams that he's commentating which I can appreciate I love, are you kidding? But, that's his uh, but that's great No, I think it's I think it's totally valued and 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 valuable in what you bring to the broadcast listening to him and Sunderland together talk about what's wrong about volleyball are you yeah. kidding no that's
0: great I yeah. you I'm I'm in my kitchen I'm not even watching the game anymore. I'm listening. He's like, you want to speed up the game? Don't change the rules to second contact double being legal. He says, how about not 15 seconds to serve? How about, I mean, just." and I'm like, you're right. So highlighting them, highlighting, um, uh, Sonalyn, of course, Kevin Barnett. Dane Blanton, when I first heard him commentate, I thought he was like a blonde haired surfer, dude. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, so he has to create a string and go right. in the eye. And I'm like, What color is your hair? And I'm like, Dude, that's Dane Blanton. That's a brother. That I right. didn't know
1: that's not no blonde surfer. Right. Yeah, and Dane's done a great job, uh, yeah. you know, having that gold medal and, and parlaying that into. Doing sideline reporting for the Lakers for, or I'm sorry, for the Clippers for a long time. Yeah, and then you know carrying it over onto the beach. Uh, Dan what? and I played in some AVPs together back in 2008, and so I've known him for a while. And uh, bumped he, into him uh, not too long ago and chatted with him a little bit about it. And um, yeah, Dan is a great he a partner?
0: Player. Is he a partner where you don't have to worry uh, uh, deal with your partner? And you know, you know what I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. he
1: was very businesslike, very, I mean, just, you know, by the book. He, he was – when we played together, I was still trying to figure it out. And he was well-established. And, I mean, he was a gold medalist. He knew what to do. He'd been all over the world. He'd been in, in all these situations. Um, and I was – Happy to be there with him, you know. But I was real green compared to him, where he was a veteran, you know. And so it was a little challenging in that dynamic, yeah. Because um, I hadn't really fa- quite found my stride yet on the beach, but yeah, uh, it was a good, it was a good time. We had a good run together.
0: I'm so. supposed to be doing some beach work with him this summer for LA Volleyball Club. Nice, I yeah. think he's going to do.
1: And let me go back to Kyle Friend really fast, Please. because Yes, Kyle uh, and I have known each other for about 15 years. Uh, I, fun fact is that I coached and recruited Kyle to go to Long Beach Long State Beach when I was State? coaching there. <laughs> and uh, and so fast forward, I stopped coaching there in 2008. Fast forward to the, let's see, I, I think it was uh, the Rosarito Elite 16 event this summer, and Kyle and I are broadcasting together the men's gold medal final. Nice. And it's, it's uh, really, really fun to have that come full circle. And he's doing great work, and I love seeing him do it. So Kyle, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, and keep be keep being a better version of yourself, um, Kyle.
0: Um, as you continue to do it, right? I mean, because from the time I saw him, just that one tournament alone, it was a gradual build up sure. to, to to this person where I thought he could be. Yeah, he's warm, he's personable, he's got a right. smile you can warm your hands on. Yeah, um, and um, yeah. So before we go into the next thing, people watch a YouTube video, watch Dane Blanton talk about Portugal. The semifinals a great story to tell. Um, he was on the podcast and I actually put in highlights cool. of, of what happened that the nice. red card situation that oh, yeah, yeah. fired him and Eric up sure so in summation basically it was a game that took an hour to get to 1010 it was side out and then took a minute and 40 seconds for them to, to run off five points it was <laughs> it was like a, a, a an unmerciful blur
1: yeah back in the so, day of yeah. uh, side out scoring
0: uh, so when Kyle yeah. after the show one of my friends um texted me they said wait a minute it's is is he gay and i'm like i said no but i think his husband is <laughs> <I said> some, <laughs> something silly like that and kyle is like where 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 where's the husband where's the husband so and it was one of them i'm glad because it was one of those things he was not comfortable talking about and this and that and and it's not something she should be comfortable or uncomfortable at because yeah. his just like us, his sexuality is only one of the many things he is, as opposed right. to some people who use that to identify themselves as a collective whole. Sure. You know, my yeah. sister, called, um, Afghan Afghan vet, okay? Yeah. You know, she came out, and that first year she's curious, and I'm just like, hey, yeah. chill, you're, 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 you are also this. You're, you're so many other things, right. and when you think like that, um, more people are more comfortable around you. So the, the tolerance, right. Yeah. Um, empathy yeah. is bisexual, right? It, right? it works both ways. Yeah. Totally. So, and that's all I wanted to say about For that. Sure. Um, Hey, let's go question three. Okay. So you've, um, first time I, I learned about you, John Mayer said he won a, um, an AVP with you. Yeah, he'd won four of them. He won with Jeff Nygaard. He mm-hmm. won with um you yeah. and two of them, Avatar. Right. And he just talked about your professionalism. And I actually got a quote from you when he retired. Remember, I asked you for a quote when he retired. Vaguely. I had I have a two minute clip on YouTube okay. um, quotes from him. Um, Ty Trambley, yeah. um, Avatar, just everyone who's played with a, a Trevor Crabb. I everyone who's played yeah, with remember. him right. and had you too. It's a beautiful day in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really, really, <laughs> really fucking cool. Yeah. So you've had a lot of um, high and low moments. So I want to know. What was your favorite, because I know you don't like to talk about yourself very much, but you're on my show now, so tough shit. Um, what was your favorite Matt Purser moment? Uh, can I go first? It'll give you some time to do sure. on for this. Go for it. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. All right. So I'm one of those people that had to do catch-up work with you, because so, I'm a little late in the house with the whole beach thing. I really mm-hmm. started. I mean, I played, but I really started like into this like 2016. Yeah. so here we are five years later going back turning back the clock oh cool match oh cool dude cool cool individual but i my bias personal bias can't help but to rehash and rehash and rehash the match you play with eric baranek in a qualifier match no yeah. less in manhattan beach california for to get um it wasn't even get in there to get into a draw there was a in, match right. it was a match the before third one that. Of the day right this is crazy because it was paul lottman yeah Right, it was Derek Alton, and, he was, and you know Alton was still balling at yeah, that time, yeah. right? Uh, um, he was playing with K-Spear, I think. Um, and you had this match where like the four of you had nothing left, and it was all defined on one play. I might throw in any edit later as we're speaking. Maybe sure, who I know which player talking, but um, about. it was it was this drill. Where you guys had nothing left, but I don't think I think Eric is a machine, and he and he's willing to do whatever you ask him to because you're the older player, and there's this there's this this 60 40 thing on control because that's yeah. how partnerships work right. but i did, i think if eric plays that with someone else he doesn't win that and if you played it with someone else you don't win that. right so that yeah. was my favorite matt prosser moment prisoner of the moment of course right. um and your turn floor is yours
1: well uh okay so start the clock that the that the moment that resulted from that day of qualifying in manhattan beach in 20 18 is a huge moment in my volleyball life and just my personal life Um, after going through cancer and chemotherapy and not playing anymore and having kids and then getting a chance to play with Eric and then play four matches in a day. I mean, you're right. That was match number three and I had not very much gas in the tank. We won that one against Paul Lottman, who I used to coach also at Long Beach State, and we had played him earlier in the summer as well in Austin and won that match too so sorry paul but i still got you know two wins over you on that um that was a very big moment in my volleyball career um making the finals in hermosa 2010 uh with john mayer as the 13 seed uh that was a big moment because that was sort of the uh the fruition of of full dedication from diet to -to day-to-day to you know fitness to working on skills um to play in the finals in hermosa in 2010 against phil and todd Um, And we beat Sean and Scott, we beat Jake and Rosie, we beat Waffle Strickland, um, Nygaard Olsen, all these teams seated above us to make the finals really was a moment where it showed that the hard work can pay off. So those two, I mean, those two are the most recent ones. Dude, you want to see me cry? Because the first one you were talking about, because I remember you were
0: talking to Wendy about like your kids, when you qualify for the join your kids, and there there was this this emotional moment, I'm not going to cry. It was this emotional moment, just talking about it, yeah. and, and I was there. I, I was there at I the know. end, and, yeah. I, and I, I didn't see the hear the dialogue, but I saw that I'm like, all right, cool. His family's here. He's watching, right. and, you know, and you got to play yeah. with kind of, kind of your family on the court because Eric, yeah, whoever Eric plays with, he considers family. Right? Totally, so, and he um, was, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but. Good for you, because that's a lesson for some of these kids who want for to sure take the next is. step um, with, um, uh, like you said, general nutrition and this and that. partner like John Mayer, who you know doesn't really cut a lot, a whole lot of corners right? Um, as yeah. far as training and preparedness. I think, I
1: think something that I can take and anybody that can take who might watch this um, from your partners, if you're thinking about a partner that you want to play with on the beach and what some of those really major characteristics are in partnerships yep. is can you get energy from your partner? Like mm-hmm. can the, the efforts of your partner – can they carry over to you and can you up your level because you see your partner make a great dig and then you want to give him a perfect set Mm. so that it helps him, right? Get in a better situation to score that point in transition. Um, John Mayer was like that. That was something that him and I used to talk about a lot. Those few opportunities that you do get a dig and then a chance to score in transition against some of the best players in the world you have to take advantage of. And then playing with Eric. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get that carryover from him. But we, we both fed off of each other a little bit because mm-hmm. I was a veteran. He was younger. He had endless amounts of energy. And I was where I was at. <laughs> yeah. And the dude's solar power. I man. was able to, you know, find some energy, but from his efforts as well.
0: His energy and, is uh, solar powered and he lives in California. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. the The,
1: the dude. He's an animal. He's a hit for, sure. for
0: hire too, right? Because I think at that time you were the seventh partner that he you he, quali- he qualified for six main draws using seven different partners yeah yeah i mean so at that time he was a hitman for hard i mean
1: and that's when you're coming through the qualifier sometimes that's what you got to do yeah. i mean you got to make a name for yourself and I, that's a great attribute to have for mm-hmm. a, a young player that he can win with a lot of people yeah um because it doesn't cowboy. put him into a silo or anything like that he's like oh we can only w- only win with you know this one type of player right
0: and, and so, I get that a lot with Evan Corey, too, when I see Evan Corey yeah. play. I, I see a little bit him in Baranicum or, or Synonymous or whatever. Yeah. And it's good because the way you answered this question, I, it was one of the questions on my thing. So what I want to do is I want to do a skip um, that leads Sedway to the next question um, that's high, um, related on a high level of what you were just talking about. Okay. So this came from someone. It basically says, what advice would you give to players coming up? Um, on this on on the sport just tips and, and this and that so um I'd like to go second on that because I, I think I don't know I think you can change my mood <laughs> I think you can, you can make me go half class half fall I'd like you to go first so yeah. advice you would give to up-and-comers people who are I mean we're trying you, to get it
1: in like where do you start I mean that's such yeah. a broad question there's so many things that go into it right um Advice for up and comers. I mean, get so many. I right? hate to say the cliche, but get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, I always, I always went to practice and fitness trainings with the intent that it would be harder than a match, so that when I was in the match, I knew that I had trained harder than the actual moment, right? So that to me was a really key driver in in success, right? Because in practice, you know, you're going to work on all the skills, right? But you want to put yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable so that when you're in that situation again, you feel that you've already been there right. and you can reflect back to it. And so when, I'm, when I was training harder than what the matches were going to be like, I was already comfortable in the match. Whether I was playing against Sean Scott or Matt Furbringer or, or Phil Dalhauser, right? Mike Lambert, all these huge blockers that I grew up watching and then was playing against them.
0: Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. And you're speaking my language when you were talking about um there's nothing that should happen in a game that hasn't already happened to you in practice. Right. Right. You, right. The, you shouldn't be surprised. I'm right. 13s. I'm 13s. We're speeding up the ball right now. I'm coaching 13s and like the speed of the dig and everything. Yeah. They're, 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 right now they're readjusting their matrix as we speak because yeah. I can't have them surprised by some girl. No. Some yeah. girl out there hitting like a dude. So. Right. Um, yeah. So. My turn. And now, and you've helped me lighten the mood, but at the same time, I got to be real. And I'm going to say this to the camera Get a coach. Get a coach. All right. Because some of these kids, they get good. So good. So fast. You kind of think you get it all, You got it all figured out. And then sooner or later, you hit this brick wall. You can't figure out why. Right. You jump just as high as that dude. You hit j- just as hard as that dude. You're, 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 you're probably more athletic than that dude. But yet yeah, there they are. And, and there you are. So yeah. um, and it's one of the reasons why I said I told Chris and Nelson Cloth do not move to California. They got a coach. They yeah. have a coach. They got Drew Hamilton. They got freaking their Russell Brock as a, as a backup hitman for hire. for yeah. Christ's sakes, They got facilities out there, right? right? They're sponsored by the state of Louisiana. Stay there, right? Yeah. But someone like Evan Corey might benefit him to move out here and train out here, right? right? Um, and you yeah. got him a good partner. So totally. uh, um, So, like you said, there's so many, many ways we can go, you know? Be, yeah. be, take care of your controllables. That's a John Mayer thing. Totally. Take care of your nutrition. Take care of your weight room. Like, like nobody can not make you not run that, that extra set of stairs, right? right? Nobody can yeah. nobody can make you eat poorly, no one yeah. can make you not be well rested, nobody can make you not have a, a good starting position on the court, so yeah. there are certain things you're always gonna control more than everybody else. So sure. my, my two things are get a coach and mm-hmm. take care of your controllables.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the coaching aspect part of it is huge, especially mm-hmm. now in, maybe more so on the women's side. I mean, you see every men's team has a coach. When I first started out, there weren't a lot of coaches on the men's side. There was maybe four. You know, yeah. Mike Dodd and, like, a couple other guys that were with the top teams, right? But now that there's college beach volleyball that's filtered into all these, you know, uh, younger girls beach clubs. So, these beach girls are getting coached from the time that they're 14 through 18. And then they're going to college and getting coached. And now we're seeing it come to, you know, again, fruition on the professional tours where you have a team like Cloth & Nuss who are winning uh, domestically and internationally internationally. And they've been coached the whole time, and so yeah, coaching having a coach is a huge advantage for yeah. sure.
0: There's a we don't have a whole other hour to spare to talk about those two. Um, I, I've been on I've been on that boat from 2000 because Sean sure. Ladid kind
1: of let me onto them, and they've yeah. been under my radar for quite some time, and yeah. I'm just like, wait for it. And that's, and that's a great you know. example of not living in California and still being successful. Sure. So
0: and Qatar, right? Yeah. Qatar doesn't even do training groups. <laughs> Right. Qatar, they, they have a bunch of coaches, and if they need to scrimmage someone, right? There's, there's always someone accommodating the, Span- right. the Spaniards. You know, Guerrero, right. one of the Herrera and Guerrera, one of the longest-lasting teams, are yeah. more than willing to accommodate them. Right. right? The Norwegians don't even have a fucking tan. Right? <laughs> all right they'll, they'll
1: do it. So. No, that's a prime example of coaching and putting those guys you know, in situations that they see all the time from the competition, and mm-hmm. that's how they prepare, yeah. and that it works for them.
0: Honestly, one of my favorite matches was, um, wasn't was even like a real match. It was like a pickup game. Me and Randy were um, watching. We, we strapped ourselves to a camera. Sat We sat on on each side of the camera. And we, we yeah. were doing like a little director's cut yeah. uh, of the game. And yeah. it got like 30,000 views, man. It was a try and Trevor. Right um yeah went to three sets yeah we we messed up the score <laughs> i mean I'm, i felt like loki from um uh thor ragnarok oh, right, you had right, one right. job <laughs> just the one like right. to announce when he's coming just yeah, the, yeah. you had the one job yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and you blew it <laughs> yeah all right so let's move on to something a little fun but but if you're an old school volleyball player and you're and you're cranky it's probably not fun but you're you're, you're um no because those guys are angry at everything like the old school like the, the, the group site. I love these guys, and yeah. I scroll down the wall just to listen to like right. this back in the day yeah, shit yeah. um uh-uh, which I'm part of uh-huh. in, in many ways okay. but, but <laughs> um this this one's going to disappoint them but and I'd like you to go first, <laughs> okay, what old school rule would you like them to see beach volleyball bring back and implement into the
1: volleyball rules <laughs> uh I get,
0: you want me to go first. <laughs>
1: I don't, know if this is, I don't know if this is a rule, but I'm going to put it out there and they should bring back the bikini contests at the beach volleyball events, AVP events. Everybody gets paid. I mean, the thing <laughs> is about, about the rules of the game, I, I don't think that there's any valuable rules from old school side out scoring, miss serves, let serves, the tosses, uh, the tight hand call sets. I don't think any of those things fit into what volleyball needs right now. And the speed of the game, the smaller court, the dynamic play of these players, the rally scoring, um, regardless of what's a good handset and what's a bad handset. Look, old school players, if they're having fun playing that way, by all means go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Right. I just games evolve, rules change. I think that, you know, early on the adopting of the new rules was challenging for everybody. Yeah. But there will always forever, maybe not forever, maybe eventually the old school guys will all, you know, be gone. They'll become a time when Volleyball players only know small court rally scoring. Two right. out of three. Yeah, No one's going to know that, wait, volleyball used to be played to 15 points and you had to serve to score? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Why would you do it that way? But that's just, again, the evolution and growth of sport. Like, that's just how it's worked out. All
0: right, okay.
1: Now, I'd like
0: to cite as a pretext before I start where I'm starting. Um when I'm talking about the volleyball rules as opposed to your uh, their rules or your rules or my rules, right? It's you were talking about hand-setting or whatever. I yeah. would say check your league, right? Some yeah. leagues you're allowed to actually sure. literally catch the ball and throw the ball. And as right. long as it doesn't spin, you're all good. Yeah. And then some people yeah. judge judge a double how it comes in, which is how a double is supposed to be determined yeah. if you ask any any FIVB ref. So right. with this, the, the one thing I would change is absolutely nothing. Um, I mean, side out… Um, and rally and let's set rule all of those things offset each other and keep yeah. the game moving right. i would like for them to enforce this this eight second rule mm. on serving or five seconds or whatever it is if it's eight seconds do that stop having someone take this whole pre pre-game ritual yeah. uh to 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 warm up to serve just to miss maybe sure. I'm, maybe i'm shitting on indoor volleyball right now not necessarily the beach um but there is one rule i'd like to change i would like to see people i mean just for fun and then I'll, I'll probably smack myself back into reality. I'd like to see people be able to block a serve again. Uh, um, I watched the 84 <laughs> Olympics. I watched USA versus Brazil. in the third play of the game, Craig Buck, like, touched the ball, touched, yeah. blocked it, yeah. and they covered it. And I'm like, yeah. and I thought it was a dead play. I'm like, all right. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you're going way well, they're back on playing? that Are still playing? They're still playing? Yeah, you're going way um, back on that one. Yeah. Blocking I, the serve. But I'd like to see if someone serves like a lollipop. I'd like to see a beach volleyball player like freaking Avandro just walk his approach. <laughs> the short serve and and just step close and spike the the short serve
1: that would be kind of fun to see it'd be fun to see and uh guys could do it for sure i think on the beach now i
0: mean as far as like the fans fan interest they would be like oh man don't serve that dude short big big (laughs) guys would love it are you kidding me? i thought the
1: freeze that the avp did was was a good change up um i know that they did away with it and i'm okay with it but i thought that was a good change up uh so me growing up i started out I started out really young playing side-out scoring, but that, this was like in the middle to late 90s, right? Right. Rally scoring got introduced on the beach probably like middle 2000, maybe 2000, 2000. I think they used it in the 2000 Olympics. Right. And yeah. Well, 2001 is when all the rules changed. Okay, so time. in 2001. So then I never played a professional event in side-out or big court until 2010, 2011 when the AVP went under and the Manhattan Beach Open went old school rules. And that was the one time, other than the six-man, but that six-person, that I played doubles, old-school, big-court, side-out scoring. Yeah, And that was a grind. I mean, it was was hard. You had a lot more court. You had no antennas. You had a heavier ball. Uh, The fans loved it. I mean, Manhattan Beach, everyone's a purist in Manhattan Beach. They love the big-court game. And it was really fun. And there was some flack from some very big-name people in the volleyball community that thought it wasn't appropriate that – Manhattan was doing old school rules, but that's the foundation of our sport. It's, and, and it's their league. Right. And so it was a lot of fun. I, as a player, I like rally scoring. Right. And I like the side switches and I like the games to 21, two out of three. It gives some drama. But to watch a side out game for an hour and a half and just have points that, you know, actions that don't result in a point, it does put a premium on point scoring for sure. It changes up strategies. Mm-hmm. But... It's just it's not viewer friendly.
0: No, there, there was a reason. There was a countdown clock, in, right. uh, uh, When it yeah. was, and there was a reason, probably a reason why we lost a lot of uh, of viewership. Uh, um, I mean, remember it was on NBC. Yep. I remember, dude. I remember it was in Madison Square Garden. Yep. I remember they had a, um, Loyola and AJ playing Karch and Steph just for fun. Right. And now, it an now it's like we don't want to go on the pier, man. They right. they really pissed me off with that. You can't afford the pier. That's what that's what we come down to. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with rally because there's let serve, right? Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to hit the top of the tape because you're going to lose the point. But if it right. hits the top of the tape, see how, the, see how one thing takes care of the other. And yeah, like, and when and, you look at like it, the let
1: serve really doesn't affect the game statistically all no. that much. Um, maybe a little bit more in the men's game, but mm-hmm. it's a bigger court and you have more guys, right? Right. On the beach, the let's serve, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm
0: and for everybody else i just say check with your league to me i had forna Curry on the podcast to me the most grueling to me, the most grueling tournament in all of volleyball right now currently is the Pottstown rumble it's it's grass yeah it's big court yeah it's side out and they go all day and all night night yeah. lights on the in the last week of june in the most humid conditions in a place called allentown or Pottstown, which is next to allentown right. and if dude if you make the finals on that I don't even right. care if you win. You're, you're a G. Right. You are a volleyball G yeah. and you are to be, re- you're a mensch and you are to be respected. Oh, a, me- <laughs> a what? A mensch? A mensch. What's that? It's in New York, it's a Jewish term meaning like a good fella. Okay. You're, he's a good fella he's okay. a mensch like the, the right. highest the highest respect okay okay i'm not jewish it's just that everyone thinks i am so i'm starting to learn all these terms you know <laughs> Yeah. You know, i'm not jewish but nobody's perfect right, right. that's, nobody's that's pretty, what my jewish yeah. friends tell me are you, are you <laughs> jewish <laughs> no i'm not ah, okay no nobody's perfect right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do <laughs> the other thing is too jews talk like american italians in new york yeah they do they they, they really do i'm right. in Bay Ridge, brooklyn the, right. the puerto ricans jewish and italians same accent you know (laughs) they all sound like seriously like andrew dice clay (laughs) want to come a little close up buddy of popcorn (laughs) um, (laughs) i got a little bit you'll hear a little bit of that when i get angry okay um yeah i'll try not to make you even though i'm a flatbush kid um so good. We did a really good job surviving old school rules to bring back and um, <laughs> and my cop out is check with your league. League get to do
1: whatever. They well, that's want. just you know yeah. pushing the buck off of somebody yeah. else.
0: Well, CBVA, right? They got sure. rid of um, receiving serve with your hands because there's no guys camera. There is no rule saying you can't receive serve on the beach with your hands. You're just not allowed to double it. And you're just not allowed to carry it. And the reason why the referees called it, because the referees didn't want to be bothered. They they got together. They became renegades. They said, forget the rules. If you put your hands up, we're calling something. We'll make up something. But CBVA, because the players ref their own games, right? they put in their rule book, no, no, and no. So yeah. to their credit, and yeah. for reasons obvious, right? right. They don't have real refs. Right. Right? Um, yeah. So you'll yeah. ref your match after you it's lose. But it's never – it, yeah. it, read the rules, people. It has never been um, – nor has it. Nor has it been illegal.
1: To. Well, I and indoors, I think that's a great skill. Yeah. But on the beach, it's definitely not necessary, and it's nearly, basically impossible to not lift, right. a serve, or double it on the first contact. No. So it really doesn't have any place in the. In the it
0: doesn't game. have any place in it. But I'm trying to say that if someone serves a lollipop and someone takes it with their hands, the ref can't call, can't make up a call because he doesn't like it. That's that's the rule.
1: No, that's a good there, point. There are yeah. rules. Right.
0: I mean, so oh, it's not popular. It's not this way. Oh, it's not the way we do things. Bugger off.
1: Well, these days, I mean, watching some of these players on the Beach Pro Tour internationally, mm-hmm. the younger kids from uh, Sweden. Uh, Sweden Ooh, I mean, they, they won would, last weekend, didn't they? They won last weekend. They would take a serve with their hands and run it on two and yeah. probably get pretty good at it because that's what those guys do. And their brand and style of play is, is impressive. Yeah. It's, it's very... Um, it it It's a big shift, you know, yeah. and they're they're the kind of the forefronts forefront leaders and thought provokers on that one,
0: well, to me, just like psychologically just like if you want to silence someone that's acting like a D hole beat him right Though, sure. these these guys who are complaining about all these things are right. always the first one to say oh if you don't like us beat us right, right. but then they found right. a way to beat you and it's and I'll say the same thing if you don't like it serve tougher right. i guarantee a referee will give you that call if you, if you if you don't if you're not serving these bull crap serves all right yeah. how about you don't want to hit on two, how about put a body up there make sure you cut off his cross court and if it goes power make sure it's power line right. right just how about do do some of these things uh, just because this person found a way to win that's not your way yeah all right yeah. to quote uh, marlo from um the wire the, the hbo series the wire mm-hmm. you want it one way but it's the other way
1: right yeah <laughs> well, i mean that is usually, i've never heard certain
0: stuff so simple yeah, it was drop, so awesome like, yeah. yeah oh my god <laughs> well it was a security guard he took a lollipop and 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 opened it and like started eating it in front of the security guard and yeah. walked outside and the security guard was like Dude, you know, I saw that. You'd Stop making me look like this. And yeah. then he says, You want it one way. but and he said, But it's the other way. <laughs> All right, next question. Okay. Um, I'm, nah, I'm going to put that in the lightning rounds. We're going to have, um, I'm going to give you like a whole 60 seconds to answer a whole bunch of right. one word answers. Okay. So, okay. weirdest place you've traveled, I want to put that in there. We're, sure. We're gonna, that's going to be a skip. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Next question. Who do you like? Are you calling this weekend? No. All right. So I can ask you this. Who do you like for San Antonio men and women? Who, who's going to win the men's and who's going to win the women's? You mean if, New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans, right. If, if I, for me, if you were calling it, I would just I would just give you one minute, like uh, uh, players to watch out for or players under your radar and this and that. But if you're not calling it, um, uh, if you're not comfortable answering that, I oh, know. I mean, I'm comfortable. Well, um, um, who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you think is uh, the odds-on favorite to win the men's? And who do you think the favorite is to win the women's?
1: I don't want to pick a favorite. I want to pick finalists. Okay. If that's that. okay. If I can, yeah. if I can, if I can, it's morph not a comfortable a question, <laughs> Well, I, but it's also, I mean, it's too subjective to pick right. one team in a, a <clears throat> league of so many equal teams and it's new Orleans, there's going to be humidity, weather, climate, all this stuff. I want to see a final between, uh, chase and Troy yeah. and Nick and Andy.
0: Nick and Andy. Lucinda nice. Benish, right? I wow. think that's
1: going to be the final, and I think that is going to be a very intriguing match to watch. I think Chase and Troy are playing really good volleyball right now, and I think f- knowing Nick and the competitor that he is, that he missed uh, Austin and saw his partner win with his former partner, he's going to want to get in the mix, and Nick is the one of the biggest competitors I've ever met, and I think it's going to be those guys in the final. Now – I think if I had to pick a winner, I think Nick and Andy can win that match in mm-hmm. the final, mm-hmm. given where it is.
0: Okay. for Okay. So for me, for the men, I like the whole finals thing, and I, I'd like to do that. And I know Troy and Trevor are not there this weekend, right? Correct. Is that what's going on? Yeah. So I like, um, I like Troy and Buttinger to get into the finals because Buttinger very much like rosie has found has cracked the code and has found the way to be at the scene of the crime almost every finals winning yeah. and losing he i believe he and patterson were in the finals all three all three on um, yeah. uh, uh tour stops last yeah. year right and yeah. then before that rosie he always, him and rosie always find a way to get to the finals but rosie is also the pat riley of, right. of volleyball that gets you to the finals <laughs> with the prom, not yeah. the promissory note of winning but getting you there right. right yeah yeah um so with that being said i like i like troy and and Buttinger, but i i like I like Nick, uh, Phil and I like Patterson. I think, as far as being well traveled and playing under various conditions in various environments, I think they're well, tra- they're 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 uh, thick skinned in yeah. those environments. They're well seasoned. Uh, as, and as far as no, are, they're way more than well seasoned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: are heavily overly seasoned. Yeah. Well, let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> I I think that. As far as cracking the code and being at the scene of the crime, uh, um, uh, you, there's no two better people than those two that are always in the finals yes. and always winning yeah. and, and always losing. So I expect to see them in the finals. And in fact, I, I, I'm loath to say, and, and, and I mean, and not out of any personal disgust or vitriol for, for Patterson or Dahlhauser. I, I actually l- like Pat Dahlhauser, kind of. And I love, love me some Patterson. He's, he's, so, he's so good for the sport in yeah. so many ways. Right. But when is the time where someone's going to take these guys and push them off the cliff? That these guys just roll up out. This one's halfway out the door. Forty-three years old comes back. Oh, I think I want a split block. I want to play some back row defense. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I mean, I'm happy, and we can celebrate this man's goat status. Don't forget, he talk- played on the right side. Yes, but not. Sh- I mean, let's talk about his goat status. Sure, let's have a conversation about that. But also, let's, right. let's have a real serious conversation about where the hell are you? Where Where the hell's the men's division right now? That they they allowed that shit to happen. Where yeah, is? I mean, it's, that, um... that, that, that. I mean, try and Trevor. I. I, I, I they. Went to three sets. That was the only one that went to three sets, right, yeah, with them? Right. And Try and try and Trevor, they're always trying to win, right? no matter who they play. And their yeah, international resume looked, is, uh, is demonstra- demonstrative of that
1: as well. Right. The parody on the men's side has been there for a long time, right? And uh, I think we're seeing that now with mm-hmm. the current players that are in the men's draw. I think it, it lacks some seasoning like what you were just saying in terms Mm -hmm. of experienced players that are on the men's side which means it kind of brings the level down a little bit not down in negative way but brings everybody closer right Mm -hmm. makes it more competitive um to see phil come back to a tournament and play right side and split block and win i mean yeah goat status sure everybody already knew that that's one of that's the main conversation for me the biggest for me the biggest takeaway (laughs) from what phil just did is that he did it on the right side which That was not always Phil's strongest position to be in, especially in transition. If he was ever on the right, that was advantage to the other team. Right. And Phil, I love you, but, like, it was never really a good ending if he was on the right for very often. Right. And to see him play the right the whole time and hit some of those balls. I know Austin's a jumper's beach. They played there. It is, yeah. Um, but to see him attack some of the balls that he hit, credit to Andy Benish for setting him in his window, which is great, but he absolutely delivered on some balls that yeah. – I hadn't seen him hit from the left side in his prime, right? Yeah. And I think the other guys in the tour saw it as well and was just like, whoa. Like, Phil still has it. Like,
0: Well, do you know what I've been looking at that a lot of people have not been looking at that saw this coming? Phil, over the winter, was playing something I call Dominican Force, right? Central Park, hard, hard courts, used to have it before the beach court came. Right. And in Florida, there's like this dirt setup which oh, looks like jumpersand. I've, I've done it myself. And Phil is out there. Yeah. He was out there a couple of weekends hitting right side. Yeah playing fourth, right? And if people if the men's division did their homework, and saw how this man was was I'm this these are double teams, right? Because It's not. It's not like the South Bay where you just said whoever's on the strand side who's your best hitter. Right. No, they're running one balls. No, they're I know. running fours. They're running. They're running it's... combination plays. The setters hitting on two. I know. Yeah. And I know because I'm 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 out there balling with I've, these guys. I've been I'm, there. I'm I, a left-handed. I haven't been in Florida, but I've been in yeah.
1: some California versions of that yeah. environment. And, New, and, and in New, and
0: in New York, it was for linemen only, not for freshmen. It, right. These dudes were are savages. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, especially yeah. with first hit, no matter what you're saying. Right. But I'm watching Phil out there with. They know it's coming to him. They, they got a double team. And Phil's just out there yeah. feeling it out, getting better and better. And then I saw him play another weekend. He's hitting right side. So yeah. it's, it's I'm impressed, like you. Yeah. But for the people who are in these tournaments... You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. There's some things you just have to see coming if you're a professional. If you're, and I sound like I, I'm not trying to. Guys, this is Matt. He has his own opinion. I'm not trying to take him down <laughs> with me and have you guys criticize him for what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is fair. It it is volleyball about volleyball. Grow up. Um, and I'm picking them to win. Yeah. I'm they're my pick to win because okay. I don't think they that they, that. The rest of the men's field has it figured out. I've s i have think trying and tre- Trevor Trevor in, in any tournament on sheer will <laughs> yeah. can beat anyone in the world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And now um Leandro has taken over as their coach over Jose Leola. Right. You know, Leandro's a, a, a real coach, a better coach. Jose Leola's a, a better winner. So now yeah. they're they got, they got I think for the season, they're the team to watch out for but for, for this weekend. Yeah. Watch out for the old dudes. Well, I, I guess if you
1: can call them old dudes, because well, they are. They're going to well, be probably the two oldest guys yeah. playing, other than Ed Ratledge. Yeah, right. I think but he's not, the oldest guy on you, tour not now. Not if
0: you found a way to become immune to old age, our nutrition, our science, and right. our, and taking care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you built a volleyball IQ that's superior to what you had twenty years ago, and you still have the body to do something about right. it. That's no.
1: dangerous. And that it's going to be another dangerous. hard beach as well, which is a pretty big leveler, yeah. right? As soon as you get into the deep sand yep. here in Hermosa in Manhattan, <laughs> that's—I mean—then it's a different game, right? It doesn't matter, yep. you know. Uh, your I mean, your volleyball IQ does matter, but yeah. always. Um, but it's a big difference when you play on a jumper's beach versus yeah. a deep sand beach in the South Bay.
0: And Mark Fornicari, Pottstown Rumble finalist, yep. uh, on my podcast said said that to me. He said, "Look, Phil is." Um, Cause I asked him, would Phil two thousand eight let Phil two thousand twenty two get away with this stuff? And he says yes. He said because his IQ is better and like the, the moves uh, um, are his one moves and this or that are energy efficient. So yeah. it's he was never known for his high vertical jump. He's he's always had good reach and great timing. Yeah. But yeah. so he's a smarter version of right. himself that hasn't waned right. as much as everyone thought. And if you stay in the you winners know?
1: bracket, I think you're only playing four matches. Over three days, which that's volleyball I mean, longevity—that's a dream right there. Yeah. Four matches in three days to win an event like yeah. it used to be six, seven, eight matches over three days, mm-hmm. and that was a, a much more taxing event on your body for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, which is why Nuss and are my pick to win the women's. I'm, I'm, do we even? I mean, we're not going to do a whole minute on that one. Who do you? Who do you? It's, no, I would agree. It's basically, basically it's basically right now, a home, It's
1: basically a home game for them. It is, and that is a huge advantage for them. Yeah. Um, so I think you'd be stupid to not take them, they especially had... with all the other teams being over in, uh, the Czech Republic yep. for the, the elite 16 event going on in Ostrava this weekend.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, look, last year that uh, it was in Louisiana, it was a smaller, supposedly a smaller purse, but not a smaller turnout, not a smaller no, venue. It was yeah. the two home teams in the finals.
1: Yeah. And they, they love their volleyball down there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they followed them everywhere they went.
1: Yeah. And uh, Oh, Lieutenant governor of freaking Louisiana, right? Yeah, I mean it's sponsored them. they they he every, called them he
0: called them his he said you're now sponsored by the state of Louisiana. They're state sponsored
1: now. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, they're That's sponsored by the state. That's never happened before. No, in the history of, and
0: here we volleyball. are in the, the Mecca. Can't even get a freaking no well, can of dye coat. <laughs> it's California, <let's laughs> you know. <be>
1: honest. Yes, <laughs> but how about that? Sponsored. That's why the they're That's, state sponsored yeah. now. Louisiana loves their volleyball yeah. for some reason. I mean, you think, uh, I'm gonna be in Shreveport for vnl uh, that yep. starts next uh, Tuesday.
0: I'm going to 25th um, to do it to help with the juniors' clinic. I just sweet big up. Hey, Sean LaDig, Louisiana, Derek Zimmerman you might some, I remember you might him. Remember, play. I remember Derek him. Zimmerman these Louisiana dudes man Matt uh Bruce who's who's been like the heart and soul yeah. uh, of Louisiana I don't even he's such a heart and soul I don't even know his last name I don't care <laughs> Bruce big up all of you guys, Nuss, Cloth, um, Tor- Tony Rodriguez, who was right. on oh, LSU's Pair 3, um, mm-hmm. who's playing with Gerhardt, um, Kaylee York, also played at LSU on their Pair 5. Yeah. She made, She's in the draw. Nice, So, yeah. Louisiana, not just qualifier teams trying yeah. to get in there already. So it's southern movement. Yes, right now, Louisiana, yeah, Louisiana yeah, yeah. The, the hat says NOLA versus all y'all.
1: <laughs> of course it does. How cool I is that? I believe it, yeah, I believe it. All
0: right, so lastly, because honestly, if I can do this under 54 seconds, we're putting this whole damn thing on Instagram. So we're doing lightning rounds. I've already answered these. And, and today is not about me. Today is about you, my pro ma- Prosser. One word so for s- answer here? Profession. Well, one or two, whatever. All right. and, and you can get into quick rationalizations because right. I think ready. we can fit them all in 60 seconds. Ready. Okay. ready? and Pool or beach? Beach. <laughs> um, last good book you read?
1: Atomic Habits.
0: Freeze or no freeze? No freeze. Ice cream or cupcakes? Ice cream. Your other favorite sport to watch? Golf. Nice. Um, commentating or coaching?
1: Commentating. That's an easy one.
0: Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings?
1: Neither. Star Wars.
0: My man. <laughs> favorite match to call a beach volleyball world? This might take 10 seconds.
1: Oof. Uh, I'd love to call an American team against uh, against the volleyball Vikings. Nice.
0: Um, the player you look forward to playing the most when you played.
1: Ooh, playing the most. Jeff Nygaard. Yeah.
0: Favorite childhood sports idol.
1: Oh, gosh, that's a tough one too. Um, gosh. Uh, Kurt Rambis. Cool. Mine was Don Mattingly. Um Shakespeare or Scorsese. Or Kirk Rambus. Or I'm uh, yes. sorry, Kirk uh D- Dodgers outside uh Kirk uh Gibson. Hid, Kirk Gibson, thank yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Well, let's do that after the third. Okay, okay, okay. We to talk about. <laughs> sorry. Shakespeare or Scorsese.
1: Uh Scorsese. Nice.
0: Uh favorite comedian?
1: Seinfeld. Seinfeld, cool.
0: Yeah, so sports hit idol, uh Gibson. Yeah. 1988 people. Right. Dude, look up your history. This yeah. man had like two broken legs. Hit yeah. a, a home run and his only... knee was jacked. And the 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 concern while everyone was celebrating was, was, is broken, he going to make it? I but think. but like when he was doing the uh, when right. he hit the home run, right? Like while everyone was cheering and yeah. elated, the, I think the coaching staff was like, "Come on, you're almost there." Yeah. He, was he going to make and it? And the medical
1: staff. Yes. I was think... he going to make it? Right. So I've talked to the doctor that worked on him. Uh-huh. So I've been in medical device sales for a while. Uh, I, I met a doc, he had this huge ring on his finger, like a, a championship ring. And I was like, is that like a CIF state championship ring? He's like, no, this is the 1988 Dodgers World Championship ring. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he was a doc. Oral Herstizer was my guy, along with Kirk Gibson. I, w- I remember watching that home run. Uh, grew, in, grew up in LA, Dodger fan. And uh, yeah, his leg was seriously, seriously injured when he hit that ball, he could barely walk as everyone sees on the, on the play and yeah. replay, but, and a yeah.
0: great welcome back party for the Dodgers, right? You beat the Mets in the sem, in the semis, who was yeah. a pretty formidable team from 86. And then yeah. the Oakland A's who were literally, yeah. Dennis, people I mean, those guys, right? Yeah. I mean, people saw them warm up and you lost the game before it even yeah. started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and here we are, the LA Dodgers doing that thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So that's, that's all I got. Cool. Um, Matt, um, is there a particular website or Instagram IG handle or something people want to know more um, about you? I'm on Instagram,
1: uh, the Matt Prosser okay. on Instagram. Um, that's where you can find me. Only really on any social media. I'm on LinkedIn, but that's uh, for kind of my my day job, work stuff. No real broadcasting. Uh, other profiles there other than just Instagram.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I thought you did a fantastic job of beach volleyball. Work. Keep up with the good work. and thank you. Um, I really like I really like what you're doing. And, and thank you. Yeah, I just want more young people to talk to you. I think you can be be just very helpful, useful. You're, you're, you're very approachable. Thank you. And we didn't even get into like your your story and your, your comeback story. I mean, yeah. geez, we need an extra hour. You got to come back and talk about that. Maybe this summer. Sure. Well, you Let's tell me that. when. We'll yeah. make some
1: time. But, yeah, uh...
0: I actually like... I would like you and Sean LaDig to come on at the same time. Louisiana guy. He's yeah. On, and you and just... Because you guys are the same age and just different paths. Yours is a more heightened level, but yeah. you guys... I mean, geez, just... Good looking dudes doing stuff. All right, so guys, so Matt Prosser might love you, but me, I don't love any of you. In fact, I can't stand you, all right? So for all of you at home, for all of you on your desktop, for all of you on your Droid, if that still exists, for all of you on your iPhone or iPads, from my man, Matt Prosser, I'm Jason DeBellis. We're going to hit my music, so stay with me. And we are out.